How are you Raiders family? Berkey here and welcome to my pre-match uh, round 13 game against the Tides Bank West. Um, I feel more confident this week against a stronger Tigers outfit than I do last week when we had a weaker Dogs outfit. Uh, I don't know why. I think maybe the inclusion obviously of Rapana, White and Kotrick, but Parley back in, Bateman second game back, Tapani third game back forming a world-class second row, which I'll get to later on in the top 10. Uh, but I'm really up for this game. I just think um, last week was a really good steely resolve for our year. There's a gritty grind. Uh, the big thing out of last week was faith and belief and communication with a lot of young guys who came in. But yeah, I'm really feeling quite confident about tonight's game that we'll do a really good job on the Tigers uh, I'm a half-glass full type of guy, but uh, yeah, i just got a really good gut feel about this game in a couple of hours, so I apologise for the late top 10. It's been a big week getting back from Sydney last week after uh, going to the Dogs game with the Raiders faithful. But look, let's get into the top 10. Uh, obviously, I'll start with the Tigers. Farah, number one. Now, still as wily as ever, two or three yards slower. Um, defensively, nowhere near as impactful as he used to be. He's slow getting up after second and third effort, so we've really got to hone in on that. The big thing with Farrah, for those who watched him in Magic Round against the Panthers, he plays a short side, and then he'll play a short side again, and then the short side again. He loves playing that short side. So whenever you see Luke Brooks on that left-hand side in about a 20, 30-metre corridor, Farrah's going to go the short side. So that's going to be our usually our right edge. So Brooks plays on the left edge. So our right edge of Rapana, which I'm so glad he's back. Um, obviously Nick, uh, who may be a bit wary, but I'll come to that later on. Uh, Joe or or, or um, John Bateman, one of those two guys will be there on that as that edge defender. So we've really got to be aware of Farah. Farah, if he's running this way, he'll look right. He'll look and then scoop. He'll scoop with his right hand. He will scoop with his right hand and take off left. Um, so we just got to be aware of that. When he looks right, he'll scoop right, take left. And he'll have Brooks with him. Uh, not for Lumbra, I think, on that left edge. So we've really got to hold our line, don't get sucked in. And those edge defenders have got to come across. So if there is a half break, we need to be coming from behind the marker across in cover just in case. Farry usually, usually will try and hit McQueen or Brooks with a short pass. If the gap's not there, he'll go second man, to the centre, whoever that may, may be, Masters or, for who, or, or um, uh, uh, Mahe Fanur or someone like that. But we've got to be careful of his short side raids. Um, other than that, if we can get him tied out in defence, as I said, his second and third efforts are nowhere near what they used to be. He's usually kept on the ground. So we've got to try and get him in the ruck, get him on the ground and then take off from dummy half when they've got one marker. But Farrah's a danger, but we can nullify him early if, once again, if we take away his line speed. Uh, number two, I've gone for Benji. Obviously, Benji's not what he used to be either. You're not going to see 100-metre, 90-metre tries from Benji. He floats back a lot. He picks his time to come into the line as a second-man play or just to feed. Um, but you very rarely see the big stepping solo runs. He's an organiser to get into various parts of the field where he'll either want a short blind raid on his side or a kick chase. Um, other than that, uh, Benji's just playing a very solid, stable team game now. I don't expect him to do a lot of impactful things with a one-on-one. -on -one. Once again, with his step, we've got to make sure we keep a line. We can't be one up, one back, 
because that's where he could be in danger with his step, where he'll step inside and then hit an outside ball to a runner, bringing that defender into him because this guy's either back too far or has come up too quickly. So, Jared, you've got to be very careful that because Benji's playing your side probably. Um, so you can't get sucked in rushing out of the line like you have the last couple of weeks with Benji. You can't spook him. Hold the line and let him force the play, not us um, try and force the play and leave a hole or a gap where we haven't communicated. Um, Benji's got to be their main kicker. Obviously, Farrah might do some grubbers out of dummy half to the left-hand side of the field, but nine times out of ten, it's going to be Benji. Number three, I've gone from Ryan Madison. Now, this guy is impact. 18th man for New South Wales, big, big, big raw bone guy, will play straight and down the middle third. Usually likes to hit a hole off Farrah in behind the ruck because he's such a big bone type of guy and can get an offload away and has footwork. So it's going to be a handful, particularly if the Tigers win that ruck where we've left with defenders on the ground. So with Madison, once again, he'll, he'll, Farrah will look for him close to the line nine times out of ten with a short ball trying to hit a hole between an edge defender towards the post. So once again with Madison, we've really got to win that ruck with this guy. He doesn't move too well laterally because he's such a big guy. But he doesn't move well laterally, so the smaller guys will get him caught out. Nick, um, CNK, Bailey, you'll catch him out around the rucks if you can get a repeat set because, as I said, running back, he's a big guy. He doesn't move well across field, but he is going to be a handful close to the line. The last one's Luke Brooks. Has absolute nightmares against us the last three or four years, particularly when one Jay Papali used to run at that right edge at him. Brooks hated and had nightmares forever. Um, Brooks tonight will be on their left edge, as I said. I don't expect him to meet Papa too much, but I think we can aim some big bodies at Brooks. What he does usually do, he does usually take you front on. He tries to get to the side and do his, and also does his tackles, hoping for that defender to come across this way. So we've really got to aim up and run straight at him and force his defensive play. He's not a good defender. He desperately needs help usually. Um, but once again, his kicking game, left foot, will be, will be influential on that side of the field, as well as, as I said earlier, those plays around with Farrah. What Brooks did do against the Roosters a couple of weeks ago, at the 30-minute mark of the first half, Brooks would switch to the left side, come to the right, and try and run a lot more through behind the rucks. And he caught the Roosters out a number of times with some runs where he'd sweep left, get it on the fly from Farrah going to the right, and then try and catch the markers out with lazy defenders, and he made a lot of yardage. So once again, we've got to take his time management off him. So let's come to us. Number five, I've gone for our back row. And as someone rightly said in one of the forums today, we have a world-class back row tonight. Tarpany, Bateman, Whitehead. Let's break the three of them down. Tarpany this year, to be in all honesty with his injuries, has been going no, at no more than probably 15, maybe 20% of his potential. I think that's fact. I think if you ask Joe the same thing, he'd probably agree with that. Bateman's been going at 100 Bateman's selling his second game back, so he's recharged, he's rejuvenated now after three or four weeks off, and Whitehead's a freak. He's going at 100% quite easily. So if those guys, particularly Bateman and Tarpany, can lift again tonight, Elliot drags them with them, um, our back row won't be stopped. But once again, it's lethal that we get a really good start to give these guys some space to play in. If we're on our back foot all night making these guys defend it, we're going to lose our impact. 
But if we can get an even share of the ball with minimal mistakes, let these guys do their particular damage around that edges, particularly Bateman and Tarpany on that right edge, should cause the Tigers' left edge nightmares. So it's a really solid back row. Number six, I've gone for Jack. A lot of stuff being said about Jack since Origin. Origin's now done and dusted. Jack knows his mental state. Ricky's got faith, faith in him. The players obviously have faith in him. Even in Origin, you make mistakes. Jack's was one that he'll, he'll linger with him for the rest of his life. He had a go. He tried. We've now got to move on. I thought the other work Jack did in Origin was superb. Some of his runs were typical of what he does with the Raiders. One kick was charged down. That happens. You, lose, you, you gain half a yard of speed in Origin compared to normal club games, if you can believe it. So he's a bit slow in getting to his kick, but I think he'll just come out tonight. Having only played 20 minutes or 24 minutes, he's still going to be fresh. So we should have a normal Jack White in game today where he's running, controlling that left edge with Jared and Bailey and really having a powerful impact on our structures. Number seven, I've gone for the right edge. Um, once again, as I said earlier, Particularly with Rapana back, I love saying that name, Rapana back, it's brilliant. So Rapana, um, Nick Kotrick, who hopefully has pulled up okay, uh, will add a lot of punch in that area. Now I'm expecting Tarpany and Bateman to rotate on that right edge. Um, I think if Tarpany gets tied, he'll switch with John, and if John gets tied, vice versa. But it's a lethal, lethal right edge, and we've got to use it. We've got to use it. So I'm expecting Sam to dictate a lot of the play to the right edge. Sam just feed and pass, feed and pass, and then you've got to get a kick away. Feed and pass, feed and pass. That's all you've got to do tonight. With a right edge of that calibre, you're going to have to do a lot of the work yourself, mate. Just flow it on and back up on the inside straight down the field. Number eight is Sam. <clears throat> so Sam with Jack coming back from origin, mate, I think you've got to step up a little bit tonight and take that pressure off Jack having to organise. Jack may be a little bit off the pace early mentally, uh, so I think I'm expecting a lot of our play to go to that right edge just to give Jack a chance to get back into the game a little, um, to find his feet. Having that game played 48 hours ago, it can impact you more mentally than physically, uh, just with the ups and, and being up for so long, waiting for that game to occur. But Sam, you've really got to dictate tonight against Brooks. You've got to find the touchline as much as you can, and you've got to be there in defence uh, you've won the battle over Aiden Caesar after last week, but Aiden's breathing down your neck, mate. So you've got to make sure that you just keep those one percenters happening tonight. Your talk, your communication, no misses in defence. The back three are going to be big tonight. That's my number nine. CNK, who was just monumental last week. Bailey Simonson and Rapana. A couple of more big bodies. With Jordan back, it's a, it's a bigger body now to get us that yardage game that we drastically have lost with Leilua as well not being there. With Jordan back tonight, is this going to give CNK a little bit more freedom, I think, just around that ruck area even more to spread to the edges, knowing Jordan's going to be there taking some of those rucks off him out of dummy half, which is a bonus. CNK loves getting to that dummy half and running, as does Jordan. Um, so, But I'm expecting CNK hopefully to drift to the edges tonight and really use that step of his which is fantastic. Uh, and against some of these big meathead type of um, Tigers forwards in Madalino, um, Twal and McQueen and Eisenhuth, I think CNK can really do some damage if he spreads a little bit wider. Um, and number 10, I've gone for play ugly. Just like last week, we've just got to win this game. Um, we can be flair 
if we want to, and it might be 28-24, or we can be grit and it's 12-10 again or 14-12 or 18-14. Or, or I don't care. But we may have to play ugly again tonight to get over the top of the Tigers if we have to. The Tigers game plan, in my opinion, will be to slow the game down. They're going to kick to the touchlines as much as possible to take out of play now Rapana's back, Simonson, Rapana and CNK. They're going to try and kick to the sidelines, take those three out of the kick returns, slow the game down, walk to the touchline, yawn, yawn, yawn. Um, so we want to up game. I think there's some questionable areas of that Tigers, particularly in defence around the edges and particularly with their bench. Uh, their bench are, are fairly loose. Cheek hand, um, hit and miss, um, uh, um, Ali OIA hit and miss. So we just got to really up the ante a bit and play an up speedy game with confidence and communication. Guys, that's my top 10 for this week. I haven't got my Raiders shirt on at the moment. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think it's down in the house, but I do apologize profusely, guys. But my heart's bleeding green. Um, I'm bleeding green everywhere, guys. So as always, this is Berkey out. And I'll see you next week for my post-match review. Go the Raiders.